Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis. What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis. And per usual, we have another fantastic guest. Our guest today is Ricardo Alonzo. Ricardo, say hello to the world. How's it going, Dripping in Black podcast? I'm Ricardo Alonzo. Hope everybody doing good out there. All right. And so we're going to get into a little bit about you and your story and some of the things that you are doing that represent Black excellence. But let's start off talking about you in general. If I was to ask you who is Ricardo Alonzo, what would be your response? I would say Ricardo Alonzo is a man from Detroit, born and raised, you know, 313. (laughs) Just learning, evolving, enjoying life, and trusting the process. That's who Ricardo Alonzo is. Okay. Uh, Born and raised Detroiter. And uh, you and I came to know one another. We both are Detroiters, but we came to know one another outside of Detroit. Tell the world how you and I met. We met in Inkster High School. Um, I forgot which grade, uh, probably 10th or 11th grade. Okay. yeah, you I took advantage of the, <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I came to Inkster because of the dual enrollment program. Yeah. I joined the academy. It was a good program. I originally wanted to go to CAS, but my dad was like, um, he was like, you should check this out. This is a better program. It's, you, you get more, you get a college degree um, and high school diploma at the same time and better opportunities. And so I, Went ahead and checked it out, did the interview for the academy and ended up at Inkster High School and it turned out to be the best decision. Wow. Okay. Cool. That that gets to one of the questions that I was going to ask you a little bit later. But so you talked about Inkster High School and you talked about the dual enrollment program. Mm-hmm. Educate the world about what that was. So the dual enrollment program was a program where you take high school courses majority of your first half of your day was high school and the second half was college courses so my day will be consist of starting off in high in Inkster High School and then we'll be bused to Wayne County Community College and we'll finish out there and it was a challenge balancing you're pretty much balancing two worlds Mm -hmm. you know high school and um involvement with high school and activities and then on the other hand you're balancing college life almost like adulthood you know different opportunities there in that world yeah yeah and so that dynamic uh, i think is one of those hidden jewels in terms of the education because it's a lot different being a a college student isn't it than being a high school student definitely Mm-hmm. What would you say is the biggest difference from a student perspective? I think the biggest difference will be um, colleges will be more independent, um, a more of an independent perspective. 
I feel like um, in Inkster High School is more of like, well, high school period is more social and you have your groups of friends and everything. Uh-huh. You have that in college too, but you more it's more of a um, an adult or independent journey when you're in college. You really have to, you really learn responsibility in college. Definitely. They're not, they're not calling your parents in college. Exactly. It's all <laughs> up to you. <laughs> it's all up to you. <laughs> And it, even if they are, uh, it's not much that your parents are going to be able to to do about your situation, right? In college, exactly. So the onus really falls on the student. So, mm-hmm. how how old are you uh, now, Ricardo? Twenty eight. All right, twenty eight years, and you have how many degrees now? Twenty eight years, and I have two degrees. I okay. have a bachelor's degree, actually three, counting my associate. Yeah, I thought it was three. Degree, uh, bachelor's and master's. Master's degree. Give a shout out to your bachelor's, where you got that from and where you got your master's from as well. Bachelor's degree, Johnson & Wales University. Um, I went to the North Miami campus. I currently Mm -hmm. live in Miami. Um, And I did my um, MBA online, which is Colorado Technical University. So I give a shout out to them too as well. All right. So you have an MBA and you have your bachelor's. Uh, is it in marketing? Yeah. Bachelor's in marketing with a concentration in psychology. Yeah. So I was curious about that. Why Why uh, combine those two? So psychology, I wanted to know from the um, consumer behavior like perspective, like what makes people purchase a certain item or go after a certain sale like the pretty much psychological background behind it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So that was your master plan and COVID hits and you create this thing called wave way vibe. That's right. right. Tell the world about that. So wave way vibe is a lifestyle brand and online store. Um, it's a brand that promotes self greatness and self um, awareness. Pretty much um, going after your dreams. Um, it's a creative brand that focuses on affirmations, okay. um, creativity, and um, art combined okay. into this creative um, brand that I have. Okay, and so the words. The words to me are curious, wave, way, vibe, right? Why those choice of words? I perfectly, my reaction when I say that to people, I wanted to be like, what in the world? Almost like a pause, (laughs) like, what did he mean by that? (laughs) So I chose wave, way, vibe because I feel like um, it stands for your own journey in life, your own way, creating Mm. your own path whatever you want to pursue or goals and visions that you have in life. And then your own wave, which is creating like your own, um, instead of going with the crowd, you're kind of creating your own wave, like your Mm -hmm. own style, your own sense of um, individuality. And then your vibe is just your positivity, your frequency, the type of aura or positive uh, vibes that you attract. Okay, so you wow. put it all together, you get the wave, wave vibe. Okay. 
Do you remember when you came up with that? Was, was it something significant or is that something that evolved over time? I remembered, um, I remember I was just drawing, sitting at the uh, living room table, just drawing. And I was like, I want to come up with a business, but I don't know what to name it. And then I knew I wanted something that was unique, that's not out there. Mm-hmm. And I want everybody to be like, for it to be thought provoking. Yeah. And then I just came up with it. Just I knew I, I love going to the beach. Yeah. Like I pretty much go really every um, weekend if it's not raining. <laughs> so I was like the waves and then it's a vibe. So I, I pretty much played off of that too. Yeah, so it sounds like it, it kind of evolved. Uh, definitely helps being in Miami. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah waves kind of just pop up. But um, okay, so let's talk about this. So you said it's an online store. Educate us on that. What's an online store? So it's an um, a e- a e-commerce business. So I sell um, apparel, um, mugs, and... Uh, bags, um, different type of products that have um, affirmation sands. And you could find it, um, I have my own website, it's um, www.wavewayvibe.com. So that's exactly what it is. Okay. And so uh, I noticed that you seem to have a t-shirt on there. Would that happen to be one of your products? Absolutely. It's called um, Dream Responsibly which pretty much means that you're responsible of your own dreams. You have to, you can't let other people dictate your dreams or take control of what you want out of life or your goals and ambitions. You're responsible of it. So this is like, when I wear this shirt, this is a reminder that I got (laughs) to put the work in and that I'm responsible. Okay. And so interesting story of, uh, I was reading about you. It's an interesting story to me um, that you created this online uh, store right now, right? Mm-hmm. What led you to create it in this moment? I felt like um, I, was in, I was inspired, really. I was inspired by family members, college friends. I just saw a lot of people just creating their own business, especially within COVID, COVID-19. Yeah. I feel like that whole 2020 really opened up people's eyes and got kind of gave people push, like a push to just go after what you want in life as far as everything that's on your vision board. Or So that's what kind of gave me the drive to um, do it. Yeah. And COVID-19 is going to go down as one of those things, right, where Mm -hmm. it has definitely this negative part to it, right, where, you know, people get sick, people die from it. Um, Of course, that's the worst part of it. But it's also it takes away a lot of the stuff that we were we kind of took for granted. Right. We had the freedom to do. And so you look at it from that perspective, it seems like a bad thing. Schools got shut down, businesses got shut down. But then on the flip side, and uh, me and my producer, we were talking about this. Um, for a lot of people, it gave them uh, time to do stuff and create things, right? That 
maybe perhaps otherwise they wouldn't be able to create. So the flip side of it is it allowed for these other things to manifest during this time. Would you say that's that's true to your story? Absolutely. That's exactly what my story was. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I always uh, like to ask this question, right? You got one wish that's going to be granted Mm -hmm. to take what you're doing to the next level. What's that wish? Hmm. I would say ultimate exposure like international exposure. I feel like with exposure, you never know who is watching and what they could bring to the table or how they can be inspired by you. And I think that would be the my one wish. Okay, so I'm gonna dig in a little there. So you get the exposure, what does that do for wave, wave, vibe? What does that exposure do? The exposure will spark um other levels as far as uh, more business um I, I feel like it will help the business grow it can inspire other people and i think that's about it okay and so it seems like it's you have a bit of a mission here right it's not just about selling mugs and t-shirts and bags right, right. is that what i'm hearing am i hearing that correctly you're hearing that ab- accurately. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Could you articulate what your mission is? Have you formulated that yet? Or is, is that uh, something that's in the works? It's, it's um, evolving and still in the works. But the mission is to um, inspire others to go after their dreams mm-hmm. and to be the best version of themselves. Wow. I'm curious as to, did you, you know, I mean, I remember you as a student, so, you know, (laughs) I remember, I remember you always being positive. So I I guess it's not a great departure from the Ricardo that I knew way back then, Mm -hmm. but uh, uh, is that something that was instilled in you early or is that something that has evolved in you as an, as an adult? I would say instilled in me earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, just being around good a good environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very, in another word, back to exposure. Um, I was very exposed to a lot of um, good things growing up. Um, I would go to museums, mm-hmm. um, go to different festivals in the city, you know, downtown, Hart Plaza, yeah. go to Belle Isle, and the different museums in Detroit. Um, a lot of that stuff is it's very important, especially as a um, child, being ex- exposed to different things. So I grew up with a positive um, outlook and more of an op- optimistic outlook on life and knowing that the world was so much bigger than Detroit. Yeah. That I could reach high as I can, pretty much. So yeah. that's, that's pretty much how I grew up. Yeah, and I feel like, um, you know, we we were teaching that Inkster. To me, that was one of Inkster's greatest legacy is that it allowed kids to really see beyond Inkster in Detroit. You know, I remember we exposed kids to different Ivy League colleges and 
even took kids overseas as well as a part of grants and everything. Did you have uh, any exposure through Inkster as well? Yes, I went um, the Ivy League. I went on the Ivy League tour, Ivy League Academy, the Black College tour, and the um, Michigan um, College tour. Yeah. What stood out to me was the um, the Ivy League College tour. When I went to Harvard, that was actually one of my favorite um, Ivy League colleges because I feel like I was misinformed about Harvard because I, when I got there, I thought that it was more multicultural than I thought it would be. And I saw people mm-hmm. that looked like me at Harvard and it was not this typical, you know, upscale or bougie or what, pe- what people painted out to be. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good experience. Yeah. So the, the exposure to, to different things, seeing things up close and personal um, is huge in, in our individual development, right? Takes oh, yeah. away a lot of stereotypes and, and things like that. All right. So my next question is, what's, what's next for you? What's on the horizon? Well, what's next for me, I'm currently um, working on launching my 2021 collection for Wave, Wave Vibe. Um, some business things on the back end, working to get in the trademark as far as the Wave, Wave Vibe. Mm-hmm. And just growing and creating different business outlooks. I want to have multi streams of income in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I want to travel, hopefully travel this year with COVID. Yeah. If COVID COVID takes gets gets taken care of, then we can get back to traveling and getting more exposure to things, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Okay. And so I wanted I was curious if you had any of your products uh nearby that people could I see. have some oh wow wow. I tell you this this worked out well. <laughs> I have a wave, wave, I have something in it, but I have a duffel bag. I don't know if you can see it, wave, wave, vibe, duffel bag. Yep. Yeah. Really yep. good for traveling. I actually mm-hmm. used this when I went for Thanksgiving to Washington, D.C. I have a shirt. That says elevate. Nice. That's a really good one. And one that says evolving on there. Sweater. Yeah. Sweet. All right. And you have other products available as well, but you just don't have them nearby. That is correct. Yes. All right, so we'll get that information shortly, but we must get to the most important question of the podcast. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Have you ever been on a magazine cover? I've never been on a magazine cover. Well, Mr. Ricardo Alonzo, (laughs) you are now. You are on the cover of the Dripping in Black magazine. And uh, there you go. What do you think? I'm definitely dripping in black. That's (laughs) excellent. Excellent picture. (laughs) That's nice. 
So that's not just a picture. It's also a parting gift. We print those out. We send them out to all of our Dripping in Black alum. And you are now one. So that'll be coming to you in the mail very soon in short order. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's nice. All right. You're welcome. Now give a shout out to how they can reach you for some of that product. So you could go to wave wavevibe.com. My social media platforms on Instagram is at wave wave vibe. Facebook page is wave wave vibe LLC. And those are our social media platforms. Yep. All right. So Ricardo, we're going to thank you for coming out. You also had another first, and that is, I believe you're the first one of my former students that I've interviewed for my podcast. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be many, many more because Inkster turned out quite a few uh, people doing quite a few great things. So but, oh, yeah, uh, you are you are the first. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. To be on the podcast. We invite people that are doing excellent things in their own way, and you are definitely doing that. So the pleasure is all ours. We thank you for for gracing us with your presence. Thank you. And this is my first podcast too, so it's a lot of firsts. <laughs> yeah, not it won't be your last though. Absolutely. Right. So uh, we want to tell the rest of the audience to hang on as uh, the last part of our podcast, the final segment. The last drip is upcoming. Up next, the last drip. But first, a message from Anchor. A dripping in black thanks to Ricardo Alonso for joining us with his positive spirit as well as for his mission to uplift others through his e-commerce clothing line, Wave Wave Vibe. We are looking for big things from him in the not-too-distant future. However, we have reached the final segment of our podcast called The Last Drip. The Last Drip is the last opportunity for us to squeeze in a bit more of Black excellence for you. In this final segment, we highlight a common thread between our guests and our vast and rich African-American history. For this episode, we pay homage to the iconic Black-owned clothing brand, Cross Colors. With Cross Colors, Carl Jones and Thomas T.J. Walker helped kick off the streetwear industry. Carl Jones, a Watts native, studied fashion at Otis Parsons School of Design and Trade Tech Schools in California before starting his own silkscreen printing firm in which he provided products major clients in the fashion industry. Thomas T.J. Walker is a native of Tumsuba, Mississippi. After graduating from high school, Walker received a bachelor's degree in fine arts from Delta State University and a master's of fine arts from Louisiana Tech. A year after graduating with his master's, he would leave Mississippi and head to California, Los Angeles specifically, to pursue a career as a fashion illustrator. Thomas was hired by Carl to work at his printing firm. In 1985, Carl, along with some partners, created Surf Fetish Beachwear Clothing Line. 
This clothing line was very successful, but it was short-lived, driven by an idea and vision to create a clothing line specifically designed for urban youth. Carl decided to leave this successful partnership just a few years later. In 1989, Carl founded Cross Colors and brought Thomas along as the vice president, as well as the graphic designer. In the late 1980s and 1990s, Jones and Walker brought streetwear to the world, incorporating bright colors with graphic designs that were unapologetically black and embraced Afrocentricity. Cross Colors amassed record sales in excess of $80 million within its first two years of operation. This brand had many messages such as educate to elevate and stop the boundaries, as well as its central message, clothing without prejudice. Over 30 years later, the Cross Colors brand continues to use fashion as a vehicle to uplift Black people and Black culture. It is because of this shared desire between Carl Jones and Thomas T.J. Walker, as well as our guest, Ricardo Alonzo, that Cross Colors is this episode's last drip. For more on the story behind the Cross Colors brand, check out caamuseum.org, crosscolors.com, meridianstar.com, and history.hiphop. My thanks to all of these websites for the knowledge. There are also several videos available on YouTube in which both Carl and Thomas share details of how they brought Cross Colors to the world. I encourage you to go check those out. Believe me when I tell you that there's much more to this story than I'm able to provide here. And believe me, there are many more untold and undertold stories of Black excellence by African-Americans throughout our history. Please do not limit your knowledge of our history to our school systems. There is a way to learn more and more about what we've done and what we provided to the world, if you so desire. All right. So that's my goal. That's one of my goals to encourage you to go out and learn more about our history, even if schools refuse to do so. All right. And until next time, be kind, be loving, and be excellent on purpose. It is a choice. Just experienced a Dripping in Black production.